Welcome to episode two of Getting to Know You Too, a podcast from students on the MA Radio Audio and Podcasting course at the University of Sunderland. I'm Lottie, and in this episode, Cami and I go to see him to explore one of Sunderland's most famous sculptures. So, we've come to see him. We have indeed, and you know, there was a debate whether this was still going to be classed as Sunderland. However, you've come up with a cunning way of saying <laughs> this is still Sunderland. You can still get a spark on the radio, so it must be Sunderland. Yes, I will yeah. go with that. It's great to, to actually be out here and to experience these things now. Mm-hmm. I know, and I, f- I feel like we've come on holiday. It's a nice day. We've had ice cream? The sea's looking <laughs> Yeah, ice cream. That's what made it the holiday. <laughs> no, it's lovely. Yeah, seems really nice. Currently got a, a great view out to the sea, the, the water's so blue and it's just nice and relaxing being able it to is. sit here. Yeah, I'm expecting to see some dolphins maybe, but hopefully <laughs> not sure about that. Never know, you never know. <laughs> no whales this time, <laughs> no giant whales. <laughs> no no estimating how long yeah. the pier is. No, not that again. <laughs> I think it's a, a nice place that we've decided to come to here and we should probably talk about why we've why we've come here. This wasn't yeah. just a random jolly. No, no, no. Well, we wanted to do something about the sculpture trails and stuff, didn't we? Yep. And then it was actually you. You got in touch with Ray Lonsdale. Yeah, so I, I have interviewed Ray previously on Spark, who is one of the uh, the, the people that make sculptures and, and make some great architecture across Sunderland and the North East. And who better to speak to than him about some of the sculptures? My name's Ray Lonsdale, uh, born and bred in the near the Sunderland area. The work I do is all steel sculpture from various sizes, from domestic pieces from about 12 inches tall up to two and a half times life, which is around about 15 feet tall. So it's it's a, quite a broad spectrum of scale and trying to get some different designs as well. Basically art, one of the few subjects at school that I really enjoyed, and I enjoyed metalwork. The sort of art came about a long time after uh, serving an apprenticeship as a fitter and then going self-employed doing functional steel work, uh, which is, you know, gates, railings, litter bins, stuff for councils. And the art came about, it was it was more or less a, a hobby thing. First thing in the morning, I would come to work, sort of five, half five, do a couple of hours of artwork before doing a day's normal work, and then doing a bit more artwork at the end, just really for my own entertainment. And then, uh, fortunately, I, I was encouraged to enter a competition in the, the Biscuit Factory Gallery in Newcastle. Uh, and what I put in there was well received. Gallery took me in uh, as one of their artists. And from there, it sort of, I, I wouldn't say it took off, it, it sort of slowly, slowly snowballed into uh, dealing with different galleries around the country. The one that I have to have the greatest fondness for has got to be the 1101 piece at sea, and everybody knows it's Tommy. It sort of kicked everything up a, a few levels. I sort of skipped a few rungs on the ladder uh, with that one. It, it was a massive gamble. Uh, so when it worked and people sort of took to it, then it, it was a, you know, a, such a relief and uh, a sort of reward in a few different ways for the work and the, the gamble that was taken. So I have to say that that one is definitely among the top five. So we've we've come to see Tommy today. Yeah. Um, stood beside him, and I didn't realize how big it was. Yeah, it's big, isn't it? It's really detailed as well. It's like amazing to look at, especially as well. I think after hearing Ray's story about him, hearing about his previous jobs, and then kind of turning that more into art form, 
yeah, it's just really amazing to see how detailed it is. But like, he's very good at what he does. Quite he certainly is, yeah. And I think as well for us, the fact that Ray has has been here, his experience, that's grown up here, has has then gone on to do things in in the local area. It was a no brainer for us to speak to him. It's a direction that I would never have thought I would have been fortunate enough to head in. It makes us proud. There's, there's, there's pressure behind it as well. My sort of drive is to do sculpture for the working folk, not for the, the gentry. And I, I want the people who I grew up with and who I served my time with and who I worked with Coles Cranes with to be able to sort of tap us on the shoulder and say, you know, you've done right there. So how does your work kind of reflect Sunderland in it? My driving focus is to provide work that reflects what I remember of uh, the Sunderland. I remember the Vox's dress coming out. I remember my granddad taking us around Sunderland when they were there, the smell of the brewery, like the shipyard ones, uh, which would be on the riverside. Dad worked in the yards in the late 50s and through the 60s to the early 70s. And I remember that sort of working environment. When I worked at Coles Cranes from 81 to 93, it was one of the last bastions of that sort of working environment where you had workmates, they weren't colleagues or anything like that, you know, it was all an industrial, dirty way of making a living. It certainly, I think, makes Sunderland and the southern areas, what it is, you know, the coastline, the the architecture, the you know, the culture. You know, it's it's really obvious that that Sunderland itself is is full of culture, is full of people with different stories. And I I really do believe from speaking to people, just it could be anybody from bumping into somebody just while you're while you're outside or walking home or in the pub you know there's there's people in Sunderland who have just got phenomenal stories and Ray was one of those people yeah he was so openly happy to speak about his his kind of experiences growing up and to to know that he's gone on to do this is just phenomenal and he obviously speaks about why Tommy's his favorite or one of his favorite things that he's created and I think it's quite obvious to see why when you, you, yeah. you actually stand back and look at it it is it's really impressive and obviously has so much history behind it as well it's a war memorial one thing that came across very very easily when we when we speak to him is how down to earth he is you know he's he's yeah. just a he's just a genuine person who will help anybody and i think sunderland is, is just that yeah you know definitely. i i'm yet to have a, a, an extremely bad experience speaking to someone down here because <laughs> they're all just so nice yeah um and that comes from everything from being about town or being at the Stadium of Light watching Sunderland with 44,000 or whatever it may be, you know, everybody just seems so happy and, and nice and accepting, which isn't always the case everywhere. So have you found, obviously now that things have opened up and stuff since the last time we spoke, has your kind of like living situation in Sunderland changed? Like, have you been getting out and doing more? Yeah, I think um, you look that we're not far from Roker Beach where I am, so just the opportunity to, to go down and not even just do that because you could do that during lockdown but you know to see families going out and enjoying themselves like there's there's so much of a difference and you know you, you see so much interaction with people now and it, it's nice to see that that family oriented city which I believe is Sunderland back because I think what I was saying last time is that like before I came to Sunderland to study I didn't really realize it was on a beach 
Yeah. I remember that conversation, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. And so obviously since I've explored the beaches more, we're here at Seam. I've been up to Seaburn as well. That's a really nice beach up there. Walked along to Roca. Yeah, has and it, it is just really nice. Has it taught you anything about yourself? Oh, what Sunderland as a whole? Yeah, it's the sense that you could go and do stuff. And I'm, that's not me just promoting the master's degree. I think integrating into like new places. Because obviously I've come to study the course, but I haven't moved here. But it's still kind of getting to know those little places. Like we went to an event for International Women's Day at Pop Rex, which is a really nice sort of cafe event space. And it's just like those kind of places that you would never really know about if you didn't study here or if you didn't know people in the area and that kind of thing. So I think I've really enjoyed doing that, just getting involved in those kind of local things. And the fact they can now happen as well. Yeah, well, yeah, obviously they can happen now. But then, um, yeah, it's just been really nice, like exploring a new place. What about yourself? Has there been anything that you found? I think, you know, being able to to come down here and make my mark on the city and, you know, to, to discover the local talent in Sunderland obviously hosting a, a breakfast show in Spark, you know, you, you speak to so many local people, you know, I've, I've found out about initiatives like, recently spoke to a, a school that we're trying to do a memorial bench for a teacher that passed away, you know, there's so much happening in this local area and there, there really is a massive sense of community and it's just exploring that and the local music scene down here, as you know, is just massive. Yeah, it's, it's phenomenally massive. And... I think I've I've met so many people down here that it, it's really changed my perception of what is achievable and what's possible. You know, when I came to here, I was very sceptical. But but no, like, I think um, the fact that I've been able to come down here and, and really open myself up to new possibilities and new opportunities, I think, is massive. Because I think we're all guilty of it. You kind of get stuck into being where you're from and you just like live there and you don't really go yeah. out and explore like also that's one thing that I love about doing this course is the interviews that arise from it and you're all of a sudden speaking to these really amazing yeah. people doing all these amazing things like I think I would never have dreamed to be speaking to Tim Campbell from The Apprentice <laughs> yeah. or The Hoosiers or do you know what I, I oh, think as well no way you spoke to yeah, The Hoosiers yeah Alan from The Hoosiers oh, class. class I used so to good. love them so good yeah um we we digress, but you know it just shows <laughs> that how uh, how many opportunities have have come from here. You know, I've been able to to meet so many people. What would you say one of your best achievements since we last spoke has been? Best achievements. It can be radio related. I think it can be um, radio wise, having the confidence to go on air every Friday and just smash out shows and and enjoy them we're not even completed the course yet and there's, there's still a few months to go and i think that for me the fact that i'm, I'm able to to go out to, to speak to people you know i i can actually now believe in myself a bit more in regards to going out and doing show content it's certainly a well-known saying across Sunderland that the people do make Sunderland. I don't know where we're going to be this time next year, but we'll do a part three. <laughs> yeah, we're maybe. Where are we going to be? <laughs> gonna gonna be? be? <laughs> to finish, I'm going to put you on the spot. Mm-hmm. Describe Sunderland in three words. Oh. Oh, that's a good one, Cammy. <laughs> I can't think of three words anyway. 
That's just normal you. I think, like, yeah, it is. Um, I would say... <laughs> I've actually really stuck up, you, haven't I? Up and coming. Does that count as one? I'll word? give you that. <laughs> or three. I think there's, like, loads of exciting things happening in Sunderland. Well, I mean, it's probably been there for ages. I just, like, haven't noticed it yeah. until you get to know Sunderland more. But, um, yeah, up and coming, I think. Like that. What about yourself? Three words. Fresh. Nice. Culture. And opportunities. Nice. Yeah, I like that. Thanks for listening to this episode of Getting to Know You Too. It was produced by Lottie Steele and Cameron Connor at the University of Sunderland. Our music is from upbeat.io and you can find more episodes at gettingtoknowyou.sounder.fm.